morning, and welcome to my very first podcast. Um, this is your host, Sherry, and I am super excited as I've been actually meaning to do a podcast, but also doing some vlogs and some other videos as I'm going throughout my day if something happens and I'm super excited and inspired and I want to share. But to be quite honest, like I don't feel 100% comfortable being filmed, which is funny because I think I do well when it comes to expressing myself, but I also know that there's a level of like lack of confidence, I guess I would say, is starting that out. So instead of trying to force myself and stopping countless times, by the way, I'm just going to really embrace the podcast and appreciate that I don't have to, you know, put any energy or thought into how I'm looking. And so, yeah, starting off the first podcast, I'm super excited as for myself, I am trying so hard when it comes to my personal life, my business, when it comes to my work, everything like that. I'm, I'm constantly battling with myself with that you know, natural tendency to be lazy and this other part of me who really wants to be a high performer, high achiever, who has big ambitious dreams, who actually wants to do things that will help change and create the world that I see myself living in as well as everyone else. So that being said, um, you know, the amount of times I can catch myself personally going and scrolling through Instagram or Facebook is often and more often than I actually want. Like, I go as far as to not have Netflix for myself. I do not own a TV. So when it comes to consuming a lot of my content or watching videos, things like that, it's usually done on my handheld or on my laptop. And I find that is the best way for me to, again, create the environment that I know I'll be successful in. Because let me tell you, there have definitely been days and times in my life where I have binge watched some Netflix. Hello community. All those seasons, yeah, I did that. So I appreciate not giving myself, as they say, quote unquote, you know, enough rope to hang myself with. I take out some of those things that might be tempting me to not, you know, go after, put in the work, put the action towards the dreams that I'm wanting, and it makes things a lot easier. So let's start off today. What was today like? So this morning I got up at 5.30. Normally I get up around 7, 7.30. Um, I would say that's not preferable. I would definitely rather have 5 a.m. But right now my life is a little different. I'm in a play. I'm doing uh, bars in the evening sometimes, helping with my partner's business. So it's not a usual typical kind of time or season in my life. So I find I'm going to bed, you know, anywhere between like 10 and 12 where on consistent base before, I really appreciated being in bed at 8.30 or 9 o'clock so that I can get up at 5 a.m., get my morning routine, set my day up, you know, figuring out what does Sherry want? How does Sherry want to see this day going? And those, those are the things I'm mapping towards, but right now having grace with myself that I'm in a season where I get up at 7.30 and... I start work at 8.30, so that means I'm getting up, I'm taking care when it comes to the household things, like I'm the person who makes the coffee, makes the food, packs the lunches, so I have that little, little bit of time in the morning, not enough to get my day going the way I want. So I've been finding that my energy levels and my work output is starting to suffer, 
So it's Friday. I don't have any of the morning booked for work stuff that isn't besides myself and my personal development or my business. And to be quite honest, like I was able to really eat away a few hours. And I don't know about you, but there's this feeling that happens and uh, I just really, I, it's like you're, you're in the present moment and you're also looking at the present moment and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Get off your phone, go clean, go do something productive and you just fight yourself. And it's like that difference of knowing what is right and doing what is right. So I was gonna go take a nap because I'm like, oh, I've been up since 5.30, like I'm feeling a little eh and I don't want to necessarily make my next coffee just yet. I want to save that for a little bit after. <laughs> and I was going to go get ready, go get myself situated for a nice nap. And I realized like, Sherry, that's not gonna get you closer to your goals and feeling accomplished for today. If you do that, at the end of the night, you will look back at your day and you'll know that that wasn't right. That you didn't squeeze the most out of this day. <sighs> and I don't think I'm the only one. I think there's a lot of us who have these self-talks and I don't wanna say it's negative at all because when it comes down to it, that voice is right. That voice is the one that tells me to push harder, to take action when I'm scared, to believe when it feels terrifying. And I don't know about you, but for myself, if I don't listen to that voice, it gets quieter and it feels ignored. And for myself personally, if I continue to help and I want to say things and tell people something, and if they continue not to listen, I'm less likely to speak up then. So I stopped getting ready for a nap. And you know what I did instead? I went and I grabbed my workout clothes. Let me preface this. Currently, I do not work out every day or even on a consistent basis. It's the fact. I, I struggle with that and it's been this dance for as long as I can remember. You know, there have been times when I've been you know, like at my most fit and really crushing it in the gym, but those are also times very situated and close to the same time I had horrible, horrible eating patterns. So there is part of me that still has resistance to that because perhaps there's a little bit of pain, a little bit of scarring that's left over from that time in my life. So when it comes down to it, like I maintain this body strictly only by diet. That being said, like I plateaued at losing my weight. I think my heaviest was 187 and I with going on paleo, I was able to drop, I think it was 40 pounds, but this last like 15 pounds have fluctuated back and forth. So I'm not at that weight anymore. I'm more sitting around like 150, 155. And I'm okay, I'm, 
I'm okay knowing that I'm not putting in the work to get that lower. And it's not that the weight is the actual number I'm thinking about, it's just looking at my body and knowing what I envision and what I think would be a healthy body type. And what I am going to work towards, and I want to envision myself the body I'll have when it comes to bearing children. You know, it's, it's crazy to think, but, you know, I'm not a mom yet, but many of my actions map towards when I'm going to be one. So when it comes to my diet and eating right and taking care of, you know, the different, I, I guess, um, food, food addiction, bad habits, it's always on the back of my mind that I'm going to be a mother someday, and this is the body, this is the vessel, this is the best I get to give it. And I also need to show up for that. So by just maintaining this, I think I'm doing all right. But if I do think what I want in the future, I know that my workout routine needs to get upped. It needs to become more consistent and actually mapping towards goals of what I would like. Because unless you have a goal or a dream and there's nothing to work towards, like you can say, oh, I want to do this. Until you get specific, until you get clarity, you will live in mediocrity. It's, it's, it's hard because as humans, we can't comprehend unless we really have our goals and our visions aligned. And when we do, we put in the work and the actions and we map towards that goal that's when, we, that's when we really achieve our success. So, yeah, I ended up taking like literally like maybe 10 or 15 minutes, busting out a random workout. I just did some squats and some arm, some weights, and it totally flipped my sluggish kind of meh energy level to like, I'm ready to take on this day. I'm ready to figure out what needs to get done before I go to work, what needs to get done when I'm at work, and what needs to happen after. Because I'm, I've been up at 5.30, and to be quite honest, like my day's not gonna end until like nine or 10. And I'm sure that's normal, or in my mind, or my, you know, like between me and my partner, that's normal for us. We put in long hours, we work late, and, I don't know if any of you have a small business or especially a startup business, you know, the work-life balance, we realize that that really is a very, very personal thing when it comes to what your idea and your ideal work-life balance is. Um, because for me, again, being 100% honest, I would have to say the only time I have off, quote-unquote, is Sunday and that's actually not really time off because I'm working for our our business and I'm doing the background work for that. I'm making sure there's things that are prepped. I'm making sure that we have ingredients ready to go. I'm making sure I'm setting up our work week so that it runs smoothly. So I'm definitely not <laughs> someone who you could look at saying, oh, she has great work-life balance because I don't. But at the same time, like I 100% absolutely love my life. I love my jobs. I love the work I get to do. I love the people I get to serve. I'm a youth coordinator and I'm super grateful that I actually get to work with two different youth networks 
and the, the, their ability to balance each other out and to blend together at times, it's such a beautiful gift that I have and the joy that it gives me and seeing also the, the similarities and the differences because they're also um, different in age groups. So one of them is a little bit more younger and the other one is a little bit older. And sometimes they get to hang out together, which as the youth coordinator for both of them, I just, I love seeing that. And I love seeing, you know, the, excuse me, their, their, their complimentary interactions. And that was actually one of my youth sending me a text message. <laughs> Another thing, work-life balance. To do my job and to feel good about it, I am fairly available to my youth. And I don't know if all youth coordinators or people who work with youth do this, but all my youth, they have my text. They have, they have my cell number. Uh, we have social media connections. We do Snapchat together. We do Instagram. And I really try to make sure that they know that I'll get back to them as soon as I can. And I'd have to say the relationship I have with them is closer than I think many people have with youth or even their youth. The reason that I love this job is that I know that there is such a beautiful, tender time happening for them where they're figuring out who they are, what they believe, who they are, you know, in relation to their family, their mom or their dad, their brother, their sister, their grandma, their grandpa, their aunt, their uncle, their cousins. Like, they're really discovering and trying to figure out how do I fit in this world? Who am I? And also, who loves me? Who can take care of me? Who's going to be there for me? I personally remember being a youth and having those same questions and sometimes I didn't have anyone and it was really tough or better yet I didn't feel like I had anyone not to say that people weren't there but you know there's a difference between feeling like it and then it being an actual thing so the bond and the relationship I have with these youth, I, I really love them. And I say the word love because it's, it's true. And I do tell them that. I'll say, oh, I love you guys so much. And it's because I care deeply about them, where they're at, where they're going. And I want them to know that. You know, the amount of times I've been in my office and, you know, someone is having a bad day or having a great day, like, it, it goes both ways. Like, it's not always when they're not having a good day, when they're having a tough time, that they need attention. It's also when they're having a great day, when they did well on a test, when they had this amazing adventure with their friend, or these are also the amazing moments when they tell me how they were able to help someone else that's their age. It's these little moments where I, I get to be so present in that and at the same time take a step back and realize 
what a gift it is to know and see them and know that the words I'm saying is also speaking to that child when they were younger. Whatever experience they had before the time we met, that I get to also speak to who they are now and what they're going through now. And then to know I'm a time wizard, I'm also speaking to their future self. And, you know, it might seem, I don't know, arrogant, whatever. I don't think so. But to know that the words that I'm imparting on them, they might have the impact to ring through to their future. So my big thing, I guess, when it comes down to like sharing on this new podcast is bringing an awareness and a self, self-awareness self when it comes to how we think and how we talk to our youth. Because, you know, I'm, again, I don't have children of my own. So 100%, I don't know what it's like to have children. I don't know what it's like to raise them. But I have the absolute gift to see them for a few times, you know, every week for hours. And I get to hear what comes out of their mouth, whether it's amazing and positive or also really negative. And sometimes I can hear thoughts or beliefs that are not even theirs, but probably from their family or their parents or grandparents who have spoken these things into their life without being conscious of what this actually means and what this could mean for this youth. I know that by having big audacious goals, that by mapping and putting my actions towards the things that I want in life, by really stepping forward to be this high performer, high achiever, it's only going to make me a better human to serve my youth. So yeah, I could have, you know, watched some Netflix before work today, or I could have took a nap, or I could have, you know, like dawdled on the internet for a little while longer. But the question that I ask myself is who do I serve and how can I serve them better? Who needs me at my best? I'm grateful that I have a very clear why and a clear who. Because, sure, I wanted to take a nap, but I went and did a quick workout and my mood, my attitude, my energy shifted into where it needs to be so that I can continue doing the good work that I'm going to do to continue creating, manifesting, you know, loving into this life that I want to create. So I guess what I want maybe to leave like with you for the end of this podcast, little, you know, food for thought and ask you who, who are you serving when it comes to your job, when it comes to your family, when it comes to your friends and how can you serve them better? Who needs you at your best? Let's get that conversation going. Thank you so much for taking your time to have this little chat with me. 
I really appreciate it, and I hope you have a great weekend. Bye!